Hello everyone. Thank you so much for clicking and tuning in to another episode of Beyond Biz. If you are new here, welcome. If you are returning, welcome back. We're just so pumped that you are, yeah, you're listening and learning from um, our podcast and are having some fun too along the way. In today's episode, um, I am sharing a bit about my journey from um, from midwifery and maternal and child health nursing and getting into running um, my own business. I also share a bit about the real pivot point from structured work and a structured work environment to being my own boss, which has been something um, that I've really had to work at um, making sure that I really use that to my advantage and being quite disciplined with boundaries. Um, and then I also talk in, talk all about you know, that it was actually quite scary finally quitting my job and diving headfirst into exclusively working in my business. So I can't wait to share this chat with you today. Um, Amy and I are, yeah, we're really enjoying putting these episodes together and I hope you enjoy it. Let's dive in. If you feel restricted in your current day-to-day life and you're ready to create space, and room for expansion within your life and career, you've come to the right place. You are not alone. That is exactly where we were. And we chose to pivot into a career that gave us oodles of flexibility and freedom so that we can live a life full of experiences. If you want that too, we are here for you. Enroll now in one of our 2024 course dates and kickstart your career as a family sleep and wellness coach, aka sleep consultant. With payment plan options available, it has never been easier to get started. You'll find the link with all the course info and how to enroll in the show notes. Let's get back to the podcast. If you've been struggling, struggling with all that juggling, juggling, we know priorities change when you become a mum. And the nine to five is killing me. I need some flexibility, design a life, and find some freedom. Beyond biz, beyond biz, it's time to thrive in a life beyond biz. It's time to thrive in a life beyond biz. Welcome everybody. Welcome back. We are here today to have a chat to Jazz about her journey and her pivot point in relation to moving from maternal child health and midwifery through to becoming a family sleep and wellness coach. So welcome back to Beyond Biz podcast. Um, I'm, I've got it stuck in my head, eh? Beyond this. I know. It's so catchy. So catchy. It's the first. We've had a few messages come through from, yeah, from, from some people that have heard the the trailer and are loving the jingle. Um, loving it. Yeah. We want to be stuck in your head because that's what yeah. it's all about. Because I um, want you to keep coming and tuning in. Yeah. And subscribe. So welcome, <laughs> subscribe, everyone. Last week. <laughs> Last week, we had a good chat um, to yours truly um, around my journey. So, Jets, tell us a wee bit about your 
pivot point, your switch from becoming, uh, from being a midwife and maternal child health nurse to running your own business as a family sleep and wellness coach? Where do I even begin? So my journey was a little bit different to Amy's. I My background, as you would have heard uh, in that last episode, is in midwifery and maternal and child health nursing. So I studied all through my 20s and was, yeah, <laughs> did lots of uni degrees um, and a little bit of travel and fun in between. Um, but I was a bit of a bookworm throughout my 20s and, yeah, really just focused on kind of, um, you know, further study and, yeah, just really getting um, experienced as a health professional. And when I was, I think I was 27, towards the end of, yeah, like end of that year, I um, I was working as a maternal and child health nurse um, and I'd been doing that for around three years at that point. And we knew that, you know, sometime in, in the next sort of few years, we would want to start thinking about having kids. And, you know, I was starting to probably think about how shift work, because I was still doing yeah. a little bit of shift work as a midwife at that point, and also doing sort of normal kind of nine to five hours as a maternal and child health nurse, and just starting to think a little bit about how that was going to work when, you know, little humans came along. Mm-hmm. And I've always kind of, I've always been a bit like that, you know, thinking quite far ahead and kind of thinking two or three years ahead of where I currently am and, and you know, planning ahead basically for what's going to fit in with my life. And anyway, so the the council that I was with, well, the, the whole Victorian government rolled out a sleep and settling service. Um, it's a free service, um, which is incredible. Um, families can seek, you know, sleep support for free through the council. And I rolled that out within the, the council that I was working in. And um, I did some extra study and did a private sleep, um, sleep baby sleep consultant course um, to learn about more about sleep so I could better support the families that I was um, yet supporting within the council. And that just really sparked a fire in me. I just loved the course. I loved learning about sleep. And I think I really started to connect that, you know, parents having a really clear plan um, and actual, not sort of general advice, but really specific step-by-step advice to follow with sleep was so helpful for them and it was actually moving the needle for them in terms of sleep and actually they were seeing the results mm. um so it really got me excited about how how I could better support families and then you know but to backtrack I was a week into um that that um private course that I did and I found out that I was pregnant which was um, a little bit of a surprise um but very exciting and so yeah it was quite good timing that I was getting an intensive crash course into all things baby and toddler sleep um, and was soon to become a parent as well. So I think that's quite unique. Um, A a lot of people that decide to become sleep consultants, um, you know, already have kids. Maybe they've gone through a lot of sleep challenges already. Um, But I actually started training when I wasn't um, wasn't a mum and I came at it more from that, uh, that angle of, you know, helping to enhance my job um, as a maternal and child health nurse. And I know that we do have um, quite a few people in the uh, in the 
who are community already that are interested in doing the family sleep and wellness um, coach certification that do really want to add to those skills um, within the role they're currently doing. So if that's you, that was where I was at. <laughs> and mm. um, obviously it's evolved since then. And um, yeah, and I'll, I'll chat a bit more about that. So completed the course and then had um, our beautiful girl, Hazel, a couple of months after I'd certified as a sleep consultant. And yeah, and then you know, throughout that first sort of year of life with Hazel, I started slowly taking on some clients and from um, the kitchen bench with yes, a newborn on your hip. In between yeah. loads of washing and, you know, making scoffing lactation cookies in the middle of the night. <laughs> All the good stuff. That we do. The good stuff. Yeah. Um, but I just loved it. I really enjoyed mm. it. And I quickly built up um, you know, uh, uh, reputation isn't the right word, but I, I quickly kind of grew um, awareness within the community that I live in um, that, you know, I could help with sleep. And it just, I just very quickly kind of, yeah, started to support more and more families week on week. I returned to um, my role as a maternal and child health nurse three days a week. I think Hazel was about nine months old. Yeah. And I, this was in the thick of COVID. So it was, if anyone worked in healthcare during COVID times, it was a really hard time to have young kids that are in daycare and be trying to work, work in healthcare mm. because you just had to have so much time off. And I just found I was needing to have time off all the time, which was really challenging, um, you know, as, as a parent, but also supporting the families that I was supporting in the council. Um, I, I often wasn't there for that appointment then where they really wanted to see me. So I felt like I was kind of, you know, um, half-assing it a bit in, mm. in both roles, which was, which was hard. But that's such a, that's such a common feeling too, is that like, it is, it feels half-assing. Like yeah. you're like, am I really present with my kid? And then you feel guilty because you're like the whole daycare thing and they get sick or they're like really upset when you drop them off. Yeah. And then you're at work and, you know, am I doing a good enough job, I guess, in all of those different, different places. So I know with you, Jez, and you're, you're so good at this is you're constantly, you know, kind of reflecting and going, is what I'm doing now serving me? Like, yes, is this the yeah. best thing for me, the best thing for my family? And I think I posted on our on the Beyond Sleep School page um, today a quote from Oprah Winfrey, bless her, good riddance to decisions that don't support self-care, self-value, and self-worth. Yes. And I think that's so important to go, I feel like I'm in a real flap and this is too much what I'm doing. It feels stressful. I don't feel present. I feel overwhelmed and to reassess and go, how can I change the situation? And that's kind of where, you know, you got to with both maternal and child health nursing, as well as the, and particularly in the weekend from memory, you were doing your midwifery shifts to go, you know, I feel yeah. really like I'm tagging in and out or I'm like rushing breakfast to get her to daycare to make my eight o'clock appointment. And then it was, we had this discussion years ago. Um, do I want to keep doing this? Or, you know, like my sleep business is taking off, like being pulled one way, but then like the safety it was like of having that a job. Foot, foot in all these different camps yes. or yeah. like a finger in every pie. And I think that 
that is something that, especially if you are, you know, a midwife, maternal and child health nurse and nurse, you know, you need to do a certain number of shifts to keep up your registration. Yeah. And for me, like I'd worked so hard um, and I know, you know, you and I had been friends for sort of three or four months at this point when you were kind of supporting me through this challenging kind of time for me in my head. Um, and I, I just knew that, like, I can't, you know, the business was starting to grow and it was starting to become more than more than what I hustle. thought it would be. Like it yeah. was really like a, a part-time job with at least kind of 20 hours. Then I had my three days a week in the council. Plus I still needed to keep doing mid shifts because, you know, there's a certain number of shifts you need to do and still really enjoyed it as well. Um, but I was working up in the city. So that's a good hour drive for me. And, you know, you pay for parking and tolls. So by the time I did that, I think I, what did I come home with like a couple of hundred dollars and was that really worth it to do a shift on the weekend and miss out time with my family? Probably not. So I think that was the circle I was going around in my mm. head um, for quite some time. Um, I remember being like, Jazz, you need to write a pro and a con list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Virgo in me was like, we have to write a list. There's got to be a we list. We need a list for this and, and sometimes it's like I think you you knew what you wanted to do. You knew where your heart was directing you to go and where your it passion It doesn't make it easy, was. does it? It like, doesn't make it easy. I felt sick to my yeah. stomach. and. Yeah. Not so much the judgment that would come from others if I walked away from, you know, this career that I, you know, I'd studied, I'd studied for like seven years to to become, you know, to to get into the role that I was in, and gra- three grad years, you know, years of of working on wards and in birth suite and special care, and I had all these incredible skills, and to walk away from that felt, you know, in, into a, a career that you know, it is, it's, you know, you can do a short course. You don't need to have any prior experience. And I think in my head, I was like, is this the right thing to do? Should I be mm. leaving? Um, but I think for me, I just couldn't keep up everything and something had to yeah. go. And for me, um, I was, I was much more enjoying the role as a midwife than I was maternal and child health. So I resigned from maternal and child health, which was huge. Um, that was when Hazel was around 14 months old, I believe. Um, and I'd just run my first um, half marathon as well, postpartum. So that was, that was, that that was a and renovating of, house and, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot going on at that time. A lot going on. Anyway, so long story short, um, quit that and then I was doing let's sleep and I feel like that gave me the permission I needed to really treat it like it wasn't a side hustle it was you know and that that came with its challenges because I was you know relying on that that income whereas mm. previously it was a top up especially um, like because we both came from government jobs you know like yeah. so we we always had a job there are always going to be people birthing and having kids and you know sick and the community that needed you know to keep safe and all that sort of stuff so it was it was a big call to go actually gosh like this was going to be my forever kind of industry and then make a switch which but then of course your business was flourishing and it was kind of like I actually I need to throw everything into this because I'm, Otherwise you're holding I'm back capping it. you're holding back yeah. and you're like in in that energy as well of like feeling like you're sort of halfway there but you still got your foot, foot in the door of midwifery yeah. stuff and I know I do remember like it was such a big call for you um but how did you find like how did you feel 
when you kind of close the door on being like an active midwife and actually throwing everything, all your eggs into the let sleep basket. Yeah. So resigning from midwifery, that was, it's, that was a, about a year ago. So I initially, I left the maternal and child health nurse role. And then about a year later um, was when I resigned from hospital work as well. Um, and it was, yeah, it's, I think it just, it was a, uh, a real relief. I remember mm. feeling relieved and those, I think just making that decision mm-hmm. stopped all that anxiety that was whirling around in me. Um, and it was just, it was a relief. And I think, you know, now I, I, I think for the first year of exclusively doing this, I really had to stop identifying myself as I'm a midwife because that's not no longer what I was. And I kept leading with that. So now mm. I really when anyone asks what I do for work um, and, you know, I changed it on my Instagram bio. I said a former midwife and maternal and child health because I was still associating with that role. Um, but for me, it was a relief. Um, I was really fortunate that when I walked away, I built it up to a position where I mm. was actually already earning. I, I met my income with what I was already earning in my healthcare roles. So mm-hmm. Um, obviously it was a cut because I, I had to sort of say goodbye to that income, but I was already earning equal to, to what I was in healthcare. So, and you also, um, you created space to earn more. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it just took off and all of a sudden it was like, oh, now I'm earning the same to really quite consistent 10 K months. Yeah. Um, well, I think I then, went from you know, five or six K months to 10 to you know, 13, 14k months within. Mm. Yeah. I really, when you made, really gave when you made the space. Fire. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. like, you know, yeah. I was, I showed up more. I, you know, and there I was wasn't able like to do a... great collaborations. Yeah. And I had started the podcast and threw and it myself wasn't like into I want it. to earn this much. It was now I'm, I'm available to, you know, be on socials more, to be more available, to interact, to do collabs, to work with more clients. And then they come part and parcel, right? Yeah. Um, so I know for so many of our listeners and our friends and and, and so on, it's that like sick feeling of, of making a change, leaving a really, the safety of a job, a career, whatever that is, to, to actually go, oh, I'm going to give it everything. And once you do and you, you, you know, allow space for that expansion, it just goes and away you go. And, and I get it. Like I get it. If you are listening 100%. to this and you feel, you know, maybe you're thinking about joining us. We were like sweating. Or, sweating yeah, making yeah. these decisions was like, feel sick. It was really and we're like, hard. tell and fro, chat to husbands. And what if this? And, and what if it doesn't work? What if, you know, what if let sleep's a flop in like a year's time? Like I would have, I would be registered. And we had yeah. all these conversations. But and that was the next big milestone for me. You yeah. know, um, every, I think it's, May is when every year you um, have to re-register. Um, so you you renew your registration um, with APRA in, in Australia. And it's the first time this year that I didn't, which so I'm no longer registered, which was a huge decision for me. Mm. As you know, that was that was probably even bigger than quitting those mm. those jobs because the registration allows you to go and yeah. get a job. Um, yeah. So now, like, you know, I could potentially go and restudy, not, not restudy, but renew the registration yeah. and reapply. Um, and, you know, they're always looking for workers in healthcare. 
but I'm not registered anymore. So I can't just go and apply to a hospital. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, it's allowed me the space to start beyond sleep school with you. You know, we wouldn't mm. have, I know, no, would not have had the capacity to do that and let sleep and all the other things. I think, you know, if you're ever concerned about stepping into something new, know that probably to do that, you're going to have to let something else go and just make yeah, space absolutely. in your life for what is what is but a trim the most the important thing. Yeah, you trim have to. And you and I, I think, are great at, we've, you know, we've done that together over the years. We're always reevaluating and tweaking and being like, oh, you know, I'm feeling really frustrated. You know, I'm going to do an extra, you know, an extra self-care thing this week. And, you know, we just... Yeah. We're constantly tweaking um, how we structure our lives to yeah, to best support how we're feeling. And so, like, let's have a wee chat about how you've found the pivot from structured shift work, like mm. knowing I turn up to work at this time and I'm at the hospital until this time and these are the days I'm working and this is the amount that I'm going to get. How have you found that change from that structure to being your own boss and the f- the freedom and the flexibility that it gives like because it took it it takes a wee while to get used to to go yeah I can block out that day don't really feel like doing something that day don't you know or I can yeah you know how have you found that change in in like a I guess in a business sense as well as a personal sense with having your Mondays that you have with Hayes and your Fridays where you take yourself out for lunch like how chat through that Mm. it's something I'm still adjusting to and I've I've found it both absolutely incredible but also challenging um and I still struggle with some of the things which I'll cover um but I've always been a really routine person I do like spontaneity and fun like I'm not a boring routine person but (laughs) I'm fun guys (laughs) I, I yeah, I've always, you know, especially with studying, like I've been a, a list diary highlighting, like color coding kind of person. Um, and I knew, you know, I always knew these are the shifts I have coming up and this is when I'm off. You know, I think mm. the biggest, the, the thing I still struggle with now is, and I know you struggle with it as well, and especially mm. with us starting another business, it is getting used to switching your brain off from work mode. Um mm-hmm. And where, you know, I think, you know, every year we get better at this, mm. but I think that's been the biggest thing. It's when am I at work and when am I not? And I think, you know, being an entrepreneur, we are passionate human beings. You know, we are high energy. It's really exciting. Um, you know, we know that showing up and doing these things will help my business grow and mm. will mean that I connect with other people and maybe, you know, lead to increased income. So I think when you take time away it's really hard I think in my mind I've really had to remember that having time um, where I'm actually blocked out in the calendar and I'm not working Mm -hmm. um, and 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 just switching the brain off um, and actually thinking about other things and you know running is so good for me with that Mm. I know you're so much more consistent than me with exercise but for me when I was doing the long trail runs um you know, it was like two or three hours out on the trails where like I physically can't look at my phone. I'm just lost in my own head. And that dodging, that dodging time, ruse. Yeah, dodging ruse, jumping out of on the two base trail. But it is, it's um, and, and I think, you know, when 
when you work for someone else or your contract or whatever, you know, you're like, okay, and we don't work on that public holiday. And this is where my shift ends. And, you know, I used to think about it in the place is like, I take my uniform off. We don't do that as entrepreneurs, but creating those boundaries and some kind of structure to go, right, I finish at this time and now I'm picking the kids up from school and I'm mum mode. Yeah. And whatever that looks like and however you create that. But that that comes with practice, 100%. And we are still doing that. Yeah. And now it's like going, still I'm not, going on. We're not 100% at it. Like, yeah, it's just still, evolving too, like because yeah. we're busy now, two businesses, but also going, you know, okay, I'm I'm going to take that day off or like I just had this conversation with Jazz this week. I was like, I am going to one of my daughter's kindy um, days. I'm going to make that slightly longer and then take the whole day off on Thursday and yes. I'm not going to be at my desk at all on a Thursday. Um, and these two days are going to be for this business and these two days are going to be for that business, whatever that looks like. And because when we first started doing that, it was very much like we were, I guess our availability was to our clients Mm. We were doing lots of evening consults. We were available on Saturdays. And then it was going, hold on a minute, like actually peeling it back and going, what needs to work for me and my family? And it came with that. We had this conversation of like, oh, but what if, you know, what if they need that? What if they need this? But when we went, okay, I'm available between these hours, people were like, okay, well, I'll make that work. Yes. You know what I mean? But that took, it took, like we I think, switched in. You know, that saying, you know, it takes three to five years to get established in a business. I think that's not just about the, the finance side of things. I think it's about um, takes three to five years of you actively getting used to running your business. Yeah, and the back-end and, and stuff. The, and you have to have these epiphanies. Like sometimes shit has to hit the fan and you have to get like really burnt out mm. and go, Oh my God, I haven't had a holiday. You know, like this is not of like, why am I doing this to myself? Like yeah. we go into entrepreneurship to, to have freedom and flexibility as per our values for beyond sleep school. But that is not, I think in your mind, it's not an automatic thing where you're like, you know, I think we need to start almost with remembering that the calendar of the week, you know, the week, on a on, in your diary is blank think about it like a blank and then you start with the life stuff first mm-hmm. you know so that's how I'm starting to reframe it in my head to, to create more white space um you know because that is the blessing of having your own business that you choose that mm-hmm. you could like we used to we could be available on weekends we could be doing mm-hmm. evening consults and we could be 24 7 sitting at our desk from eight till five and yeah. we could do that like what people do in nine to five jobs but it's, no it's actually shifting out of that um so for me like a, a tip for anyone that is um you know running their own business or maybe you're thinking about you know doing the course and wondering how business would work and structure around your life I've started to think about it in my mind like let's start with the blank week and then put in, you know, daycare drop-offs, all your life commitments that you, you know, not that you have to do them, but that are non, non-negotiable in your life. Maybe it's, you know, your grocery shop, um, like my the, the cleaner we have, she comes on a Wednesday. So put in all that stuff. And then um, self-care. So, you know, whether it's like walking my dog um, on normally on a Monday night, I go to the gym, but hubby's in Italy at the moment. So I'm not doing that. So my exercise for the week, I'm starting to put that in first. Um, mm. And then, then it I basically can see where I'm available around that um, for mm-hmm. my clients. 
So that might look like, you know, uh, being available from, you know, 10 to 2, a couple of days a week for some calls with new clients. Um, and it might be, you know, a Tuesday night or a Wednesday night, I'm available for a home visit. And now I, I choose to only do one home visit a week mm. um, because that suits my life. Um, you and know, the beauty is that, like, you knew Alex was going away. So you can jump into your yeah. calendar and you're like, block out, block out block out yep. and gym 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 and here's me harping in the background going jazz when you're going to the gym and it but it's it's interesting <laughs> oh, because a friend a friend she's um entrepreneur as well and she said to me the other day she's like serious question do you have like an actual diary like a planner like broken down hour by hour what you're going to do and jazz froths over this fyi those listening <laughs> Can you, um, see my, like, um, can you see my planner in the, the background? background? Yeah. So jazz <laughs> is all about this. Whereas for me, visually, I find that really overwhelming. Yeah. Um, but she was like, well, when do you, like, how do you find the time to do your mm. exercise? And I am probably hands up. Yeah. Hand on heart. Like one of the most consistent people I know with exercise always have been you are. through, you know, my school, uni as an adult, you know, even with shift work after night shifts, like we had seven nights and stuff, and then through pregnancies, postpartum, all the good stuff. And I, she said to me, how do you make, you know, like how do you find time? And I was like, well, it's not about finding time because there isn't enough time in the day to do all the things you want to do. I said, I, I create time. And at the very top of my list, apart from, looking after my children um at the very top of the list is exercise for mm. me because I am not a good person if I don't exercise I like <laughs> mentally emotionally physically I can confirm I she turns a three-headed dragon <laughs> yeah so for me and so I get up and I go to the gym like yes. most mornings and then it's done and then there's no excuse around Hubby got home late from work or a consult ran over or the kids are sick and they're home and that because that creates like that resentment of like, damn it, I didn't get it in and now you're yeah. shitty and da, 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 da. So there's a lot of research around, you know, what you do in the first 20 minutes of your day and how it sets up the rest of your day. So I think that's a really, you know, important thing for people to learn, particularly when they're going out on their own. You go, to, you go to the gym and I, my morning thing is setting Jesus my alarm. Jess is the opposite. If my, my alarm, I set my alarm for 20 past six so that I can go and make myself a cup of tea. And come back. And, <laughs> and then my self-care is I sit in bed for 20 minutes yeah. and I just have my tea. Normally even, Harvey makes it for different. me and brings it to me, but he's Everyone's different. And you exercise, <laughs> you prefer more in the evenings, whereas I'm like, no way. I'm like yeah. in a vegetative state by then. Yeah. So I love I it think at the, the end key of the day. is like, like ends my day really well. It's creating that time and whatever that is for you in, in business and in personal life is going, okay, here's my non-negotiables and here's the times that I'm going to be available to clients and here's the times that I'm going to work on my business, not just in it. And I think, you know, having that freedom and flexibility now working for yourself, like it just opens up so many doors, right? Um, and that like, it's almost like having that freedom you know, can bring about fear and it's scary to go, whoa, what's my week going to look like? Because it's so not structured. Yeah. You're, you're used to going, okay, at midnight, we do the ward round and we do this and we can do yeah. this and this. And I was the person, if there's, I know there's, there's nurses listening in midwives because a lot of nurses and midwives want to do the course. I was the, per, I'm always the person on a shift that would get there. We'd do handover 
and then I'd go and get a piece of paper and I'd get a ruler and I'd make um, a, like a chart for the day and I'd write all my patients and all the times and write the med rounds. <laughs> I'd plan the whole thing. Um, that's, that is me. But, but I think, me. yeah, it's um just, you know, in summary, it's, it takes getting used to, um, be mm. kind to yourself, always coming back to, you know, that, that true north and mm. what, what feels right for you. And are you, are you feeling in alignment without sounding too cheesy, but it is true. Like, mm. are you feeling tired? Are you feeling irritable? Are you feeling grumpy? Like, what could you tweak? And I think you and I have realized that, you know, you, in order to be productive with work and to get stuff done, it actually is better to not be at the desk for for as long and to have shorter periods of time Absolutely. where you pump out some work um, and then making more time for yourself. Like yesterday, you know, I, I went finished at the desk at two and I went um, up to like Sorrento and I bought some shoes that I, I'm going to an engagement party on the weekend and I had a wine at a, this beautiful bar and I just sat there by myself. Um, so, good. so like you don't, I mean, you could obviously do that after a shift at the hospital, but it's making the choice with how you plan your day and, you know, you can really use that to your advantage, um, mm. to give yourself more space and time in parenting. Um, mm-hmm. I know that I, I, I didn't want to be picking Hazel up from daycare at like five or five thirty and getting her home um, and it being rushed. I just, yeah. I never wanted that. Um, and like, you know, I think my, um, this <laughs> to, to um, digress, like I think a lot of this has come from um, like my, my parents were entrepreneurs in earlier in their careers. They ran delis and, you know, they ran their own businesses together in mostly in hospitality um, and then, you know, pretty much for my whole life, they were working in jobs that were sort of nine to five, you know, normal kind of hours or eight to five. And I was always the first kid dropped off at before school care, the last kid picked up at after school care. Um, but as you know, I grew up as an only child. So I actually really enjoyed that because it gave me a lot of, you know, I got to hang oh, out with sure. my friends for longer yeah. and stuff. So I'm not saying that it wasn't, it was, I had the best childhood ever. Um, but for me, I think it highlighted some of the things that I would maybe want to do a little bit differently. And mm. I think I started to, it started to click for me that um, even though maternal and child health hours are not, you know, really, really long days, it would mean that I'm not picking her up until closer to five. Um, sometimes if I ran over time, it might be 5.30. And I just didn't want to do that. Um, mm. I didn't want mm. to be picking her up that late. and Never getting traffic. She's yeah. angry. You yeah. Know, yeah. I just yeah. love, I love, love, and I don't pick her up normally till four or four 30, but it's that the option that I have to stay home with her and still get a little bit of work done if she's sick or, mm. you know, I can just on a Friday, if we want to go away for the long weekend, I can just not work that up. day. Yeah. Um, it's and also being proactive about like, and you and I've got way better than this, but for example, next week I'm going to Fiji and I know that I'm, I'm coming to be, to be, <laughs> <laughs> to be offline I'm I'm organizing I'm planning things ahead whereas yeah. we used to very much still like I'll check in or just do this or just do that yeah. and you're not you're not you're not switching off so it's yeah and that evolves 100% that evolves um I love talking about this stuff it's, I know um, yeah because we've I been think... we've been there we're still there we're still changing everything you continue to 
yeah, grow and adapt and you have mm. all these ideas and it's just reevaluating, you know, coming back to what, what works for you, what's important, what's right now, and also what do you expect, you know, what are you working towards and what, what it's going to look like in two years, three years or whatever. Yeah. Um. So I think the biggest thing we touched on it, but it, there's a lot of fear around pivoting and changing careers, fear of leaving behind, you know, something that you've worked, studied so hard for, or, you know, like for me in the police, I never envisaged kind of leaving. I was like, well, this is it. This is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to jump squad to squad and whatever. And so actually changing what you know, like that fear and that reliance on this is my steady income and, you know, and the expectation of, you know, what's coming. And but then also people the identify you, you know, your, your job is part of your identity. Mm. Um, and I think that was the biggest thing for me, you know, people respect midwives and, you know, it's a respected profession and it's a known profession. And I think for me, like going into sleep consulting or, you know, as we call it, family sleep and wellness coaches, it's less regulated um it's not as you know it's not as recognized some people don't even know what it is um but that doesn't mean that you know the work isn't important it is the most fulfilling work aside probably from helping bring babies into the world um you know it is some of the most fulfilling work that I've ever done um it's just yeah it's it's an, an amazing job and what it can what it allows you to do within your life and the freedom that you have is it's so worth taking that leap so good Mm. well thanks everyone for joining us thanks for sharing your story jazz um so amazing i hope you guys have loved getting to know us a wee bit more and we will continue to share our roller coaster of a journey all the highs and lows and ups and downs because it's so important to be raw and honest and you know give all the information um, every step of the way. But we look forward to chatting again next week. Catch you soon. Bye. (laughs) It's time to thrive and subscribe to Beyond Biz. And if you want to leave a review, you can do that too. And share us with a friend.